Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul. Thanks for joining me on the 21st day of March. We are walking with Jesus in Mark chapter 5. He has got off the boat. One of the rulers of the synagogue named Jairus has approached him and begged him earnestly, according to verse 23, to come lay your hands on my daughter. Now, Mark is the first written account of the story of Jesus. We know that Matthew and Luke come next in probably quick succession. And Matthew and Luke build off of the Mark stories. In fact, you could consider Mark sort of the skeleton. And then Matthew and Luke flesh that out in different ways. Like for for instance, sometimes the story is blow by blow in the same order. Like at this point in the story, crossing over the sea, going to the land of the Gadarenes, healing Jairus' daughter. Luke does that point for point in the same order to the point that it makes you feel like at this point there might be some chronological consistency that this, because I've told you before, Mark is remembering, or at least the early church taught that Mark was hearing the stories, writing the stories he had heard Peter tell, and that he might not necessarily write them in order. But it does seem at times that that order is restored, and Luke kind of picks that up. In the Luke version of the story, he does something with this story that I think is fascinating. Let me compare. In Mark, my little daughter lies at the point of death. Come lay your hands on her that she may be healed and will live. So Jesus goes with him. And then they run into a woman that has a, a blood flow for 12 years. In Luke, let me read to you Luke 8, 42, 43, back to back. He had an only daughter about 12 years of age and she was dying. But as he went, the multitudes thronged him. Now a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years who had spent all her livelihood. Luke puts two things in there of interest. One, he is the only one of the Gospels that tells how old the girl is. And then, right behind that, he brings up the fact that the woman has a 12-year flow of blood. So, I I don't have the right to say why Luke does it, but I can speculate because... I think we all have the right to speculate as students of the word. I think that Luke gives you the girl's age in contrast to the age of the blood flow disease that the woman has to show you a close link that perhaps a woman with an issue of blood 12 years has been unable to conceive for 12 years And this daughter that is dying in the house is 12 years old. And there seems to be perhaps some sort of link because 12 was a Hebrew number for for government. They, They had 12 tribes. There are 12 foundation stones on the New Jerusalem. Uh, They took 12 stones out of the Jordan River when they crossed into the Promised Land. They put 12 stones out of the wilderness into the dry bed of the Jordan River so they would be covered by waters when they left the wilderness. 12 uh, sons of Jacob, this number pops up over and over again. 12 disciples, there's a reason Jesus picked 12. We've talked about that. Um, And then here it is, 12 years, this woman's had a blood flow. So it seems to possibly link to Israel's inability. She is not producing. She is a fertile bride. And 
there's a generation drying up and dying. And I, I don't know, we can't prove that's what Luke is doing, but it does seem to have some allegory there. And I, I want to put that out there today, and then you do with it as you will, or do nothing with it, but you've got it there. And you don't have it there if you simply look at Mark's version. Mark's version, she's my little daughter, lies at the point of death. But if you add the other versions, and we, why wouldn't we? We have that right. That's why they're there. Uh, then we, we might see a link that's a little bit different. In either case, Jesus went with him in verse 24, and a great multitude followed him and thronged him. Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. And just to describe this this blood flow, obviously um, this pertains to the female anatomy, and we, that's all we get. It doesn't ever give any more details, but we do know, uh, and I think that's why Luke, the physician, he's a physician, the Gospel of Luke, contrasts the 12 years of her blood flow with a dying child, um, almost as if it's a living allegory of what's wrong with her, the inability to produce. Something is dying in her. And she suffered many things from many physicians does not mean that doctors... Um, to, are to be avoided because this woman couldn't find a cure. It, it means that sometimes what we need can't be found at a doctor. And sometimes what we need can only be harmed through the things of the earth. And I'm not talking about meds or going to a physician. I'm talking about we have an issue that is deeper than merely physical. And so she seeks out a touch of a better physician. She had even spent all of her money, and maybe she was very wealthy. She was at least known enough to be a certain woman. Um, And so if she had, and there's some stories in early church writings of who she was and how wealthy she had been and that she had lost her most of her fortune trying to get over this disease and not grown better but only grown worse, that everyone knew who she was by reputation. We don't know all of that from Mark, but we do know that Mark has set up a story in which things have gotten worse, not better. And when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if I only may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. This is, again, just like we said yesterday, just as Jairus asked Jesus to come to his house to heal his daughter, Here is a woman who's meeting Jesus at the end of her faith. Her faith says, if I could touch him, I could be healed. Jairus' faith says he's got to come to my house and touch her. Jesus doesn't argue with either one. So wherever you are on the journey, he's able to reach out or you are able to reach out. And I encourage you to be encouraged by the story of this woman. Reach out. Touch the Lord grasp at whatever you can grasp in Christ. And this is why we ought, we should keep our spirit open to hearing the voice of God. How does he do it? How does he want to do it? And not put him in a box. I've got to go here. I've got to do that. I've got to sing that. I've got to quote that. Because reach out and grab him in whatever way that you can. Let your faith reach out and grab him. We're going to talk about this this healing and and Jesus' response to it in the next day or two and watch this story unfold and we'll see you tomorrow. God bless.